Hello and welcome to She Wakes Up. This is the very first episode and I'm so excited to have you here with me. Really quick, if you haven't already listened to the trailer, go ahead and pause this episode and hop on over and check it out. It's just a little preview of what to expect in this podcast because I recognize that not everybody is for everybody and I'm totally good with that. So after you listen to it, if you decide that this isn't the space that you need to be in right now and this isn't going to serve you, I understand and I bless you and release you without any judgment or hard feelings. If you are still here and you're tuning in with me, I appreciate you and thank you again for being here. If you're ready, we're going to just jump right into today's episode. Let's do this. Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Welcome you to the very first episode of She Wakes Up. I'm super pumped. I will be honest with you, this episode has given me a fit. I have episode two and three already recorded and the trailer's been done. This first episode is killing me and it's not because I don't have anything to talk to you about. It's literally been technology glitch after technology glitch. Like I had half of the episode recorded and for whatever reason, my system that I used to record froze. And even though I had saved it, it saved it in the wrong format. I tried online converting. It was just a mess. So (laughs) I am bound and determined to get this episode out to you. This is going to be third time's the charm and it's going to work. Today's episode is all about core beliefs and self-acceptance. And if you listen to the trailer, I did touch on this a little bit because a majority of this podcast is all about recognizing our beliefs and where those beliefs come from, and digging into the core of who we are. And this is really important because oftentimes in our present moment, we're feeling stuck in some sort of capacity in one aspect or another of our life. In order for us to overcome what it is that's holding us back and where we're feeling stuck, we really have to understand our beliefs and where they came from, and are they our beliefs, or are these beliefs that has just been internalized and has been conditioned to us since we were kids? Because the truth is, is as early as age 10, our thoughts and what we are told start to become internalized, and we do this, and they become our subconscious thoughts that we carry with us from the time that we're 10 all the way into adulthood. So when we feel stuck, We oftentimes don't go back that far to really think about, oh my gosh, where did these beliefs and these thoughts really stem from? And is that the reason why I'm still being stuck? Because we've become conditioned, right? We are told how to act, what to do, what we should be, 
And we never really think to second guess where all of this came from in the first place. So it's important to know because all of our thoughts and the beliefs that we're told become our feelings and our emotions. And most of what we do is driven by emotion. Our actions are a direct result of our emotions, which are a direct result of our thoughts and our beliefs. So if you have these thoughts that you're not good enough, it's going to trigger your emotions to feel sad or unworthy that you're just not good enough and you're going to believe that. And that's going to drive your actions. And a lot of times that action is actually inaction because you are believing those thoughts. You have those emotions that aren't allowing you to move forward because you're afraid. You're afraid of judgment. You're afraid of inadequacy. You're afraid of rejection. You're afraid of change or pain, whatever it is. And the definition of fear is painful agitation in the presence or anticipation of danger. Fear implies anxiety and usually loss of courage, which means that when we are feeling those emotions, we are afraid. And so it holds us back. And that's how we stay stuck because we're really in this vicious cycle of never really getting to the root cause of the problem. We lose ourselves just trying to be conditioned to the world's expectations and what society has of us. And like I said, as early as 10 years old, we are being conditioned and then we are trying to please. And then we get into adulthood and we're taking care of other people and we're still trying to please and help everybody else and not take care of ourselves. And so we just never have the time to really dig deep into what is causing us to stay stagnant. We find ourselves blaming and feeling lost and confused and hurt. We feel like we've let ourselves and other people down because we just don't know how to get unstuck. A lot of times we're not asking ourselves the right questions if we're asking ourselves questions at all, and we just don't know how to get us to that next step. Those thoughts and beliefs that we are told or that we tell ourselves in the past then becomes so ingrained in us. And a lot of times we just push all of those emotions down and inward. And a lot of times we never revisit them. But usually that's what's causing us to feel stuck in the here and now. It's going to lead to your future. Whichever way you choose to deal with the present, you have to figure out why you are where you are and where you want to go. And we have to stop betraying ourselves. We have control. We need to take back that control. This is your story. You get to decide how it ends. And even though you don't have control over the past and what happened to you, you do have the control to rewrite your story for the future. You get to decide where you're going. We have to do the work, which means we have to figure out where it is that we want to go And then we have to work backwards so that we can get back to our intuition and feeling our emotions and finding our imagination and our courage and our confidence that's going to give us the freedom and the capability and clarity that we need to know exactly who we are, to be able to move forward and create that future of our dreams without question, because we've done the work and we can have that aha moment and say, oh my gosh, This is what happened to me. And while it doesn't define you and it doesn't have to consume you, it's important to know and understand. So I just want to share a personal story as an example. 
When I was about 12, so preteen, all the way up until I was 21, I had struggled with my weight. So when I was younger, I started to eat more and I started to put on weight and I would hear comments from people, you know, oh, well, she's starting to get a little chubby, you know, or she's going to thin out when she hits her growth spurt. And then comments about what I was eating and how much I was eating, like when I would go and get seconds, for example, or if I would go and get dessert after eating dinner, or if I would be hungry in the evening and I would have a bowl of cereal or another snack or something, you know, I would always hear comments about, oh, I shouldn't be eating that, or I should watch what I'm eating, or do you really think that you need that? And all of these things that were getting told to me. And it just really made me feel self-conscious because I recognized that I was overeating and that I was gaining weight because of it. But I felt bad about myself because I kept getting these comments. I kept hearing, you're not good enough. You know, in the back of my mind, that's what it boiled down to is I wasn't good enough. I was getting too chubby and this isn't what is expected of me. And it just carried me through until, like I said, I was 21. And the thing that changed for me is I just recognized how unhealthy I was and I was very unhappy. I always felt bad about the size of clothes that I wore and I always compared myself to other women and I just, I felt yucky. My cholesterol was higher than it needed to be at that age and I was just unmotivated. I didn't have any energy and I kept hearing, you know, all those comments in the back of my mind and it really hurt my self-esteem. And while I was confident in other areas in my life, I always, always had that in the back of my mind. And even still to this day, me being 35 and in the best shape of my life, I still struggle with those limiting beliefs because of my weight. So I'm always conscious. And I will honestly admit it is unhealthy that I still have those thoughts. And while I'm able to overcome them, and I know in my heart that I am in good shape and that I do my best to eat well and I have accepted myself. You know, I realize that I am never going to be perfect and I don't expect to be and I don't want to be. And it is hard, you know, with social media and stuff to not compare from time to time and we're human and we're all going to do it. But I really have worked on myself and I'm comfortable enough to recognize when it's unhealthy. While I can use it as motivation, like, wow, you know, she's really got it going on. She's, you know, got something figured out. I wonder what it is. I wonder, you know, what I could do better, how I could push myself because I've allowed myself to be my own competition and it takes time, but I still find myself getting caught up a little bit with that comparison. So when I do, I just recognize that that's what I'm doing and I stop myself and I remind myself of this whole journey that I've been on and how toxic it was when I was younger and how I've really learned to rechannel those thoughts and tell myself those affirmations and remind myself of all the hard work that I put in to be where I am now. It's just really easy if you let yourself go down that rabbit hole of comparing and always letting those thoughts that were told to you and those beliefs push you into where you are now. And it takes a lot of willpower to continue on this path of health and wellness. And it's not just physical health, but it's also the mental piece of it. And, you know, always having those thoughts, like you don't forget them, but you just learn to understand that they no longer control you. And when you can remove your emotions from those thoughts and those beliefs that you've heard, 
then it doesn't drive your actions, right? Then you don't go down that rabbit hole of feeling sorry for yourself or feeling not good enough. And then having all of those self-doubt and limiting beliefs come back to haunt you, you know, you have to do the work, but you have to understand that I didn't just overnight lose the weight and it was a process and it wasn't just a matter of starting to work out or eating better. You really do have to go back into understanding the root of who you are because we scratch the surface with the problems all the time. And I use weight loss as an example because I've lived it where you can do the diet and you can eat right, but if you don't do the mental work and you don't recognize the reasons why you're having all these limiting beliefs around your weight, then you're always going to have to revisit it. And it's just going to be this cycle of, you know, you're doing good for a while, but then you fall off track and then you get right back to where you were. And that's what happened to me for a long, long time. You know, I would back when I was younger, I would work out and I would watch what I was eating, but I never really got to that mental space that I needed to be in to make it stick because I didn't understand that what was really holding me back wasn't what I was eating. It wasn't that I wasn't working out enough. It was all about how I was thinking and my thought process and my beliefs around my weight and around food. And when I recognized that and I was able to change my thought process around it is when things changed. Then I saw results and it was long-term. It wasn't a quick fix. It was a slow process. And then once I learned that It was really more about my mental health than it was anything else. And it was really because of the things that I had been told as a kid that really drove that habit of me being unhealthy into adulthood. And it wasn't until I had my aha moment, like, why isn't this never working? Why am I struggling and why am I stuck? Why do I continue to find myself being stuck? That when I did the work, that's when I had results. And that's what's carrying those results to this day is because I was able to understand myself and what I needed, not what anybody else was telling me that I needed. You know, everybody's sitting there telling you, oh, you shouldn't eat that. Oh, you should go on a diet. Oh, you should work out. You should do this. You should do cardio. You should count your macros. You should do weights, lift heavy, lift hard. All of these things that are just advice and the world conditioning to think a specific way about physical health and wellness and appearance rather than tuning into what it is that you really need and what is really holding you back personally, because we're all different and our journeys are all different. And that's why it's so important to do the work, to figure that out, because nobody's going to be able to tell you what's best for you and nobody's going to be able to live your life for you. Nobody really understands everything about you more than you do. So the only person that's going to be able to help you get yourself unstuck and up out of that hole is you. And a lot of times, like I said, it's that fear that holds us back because we are worried about what people are going to think. We worry that it's going to go against everything that we have ever been taught to believe or think. We worry that we're going to be rejected. We worry that we're going to not be good enough at the end of the day. We're worried to try because we're afraid that we're going to fail. And all of these things are holding us back from becoming the person that we really want to become and that we really truly deserve to become because we only get one life and it's up to you to decide how you're going to write your story. And like I said, you can't rewrite the past, but you can change what happens to you in the here and now and in the future. And the most important thing that you can do to help with that is to find yourself 
And in order to do that, you can't just continue to go through the day to day. You can't continue to put everybody else first without taking time for yourself. Because if you don't take time for yourself to really think and feel and be inside of your own head and your own emotions and really have that space to help you with that clarity, to dig deeper, then it's going to be really hard to get unstuck. And we all have seasons of our life, and we're all going to have those moments where we feel stuck in some way, shape, or form. But it's really important that when you can have those tools, and like I said, when I am in those moments, I just have to redirect my thoughts, and I have to remember all the work that I've done to be where I am, and knowing that when life throws me curveballs like it's going to continue to do, I feel confident that I'm not going to have to be stuck for too long because I've done the work and the tools are available to me. So no matter what season of life you're in, you know, it's really easy. Like I said, in that early adulthood for me, you know, I was stuck in my own head around money and around being a teen mom and being in an abusive relationship. I had a lot of limiting beliefs, not only with my weight that I was dealing with, but in my season of life. And I had to wake up around a whole lot of things. But it's all the same. It all comes back to those thoughts and beliefs and how you're able to rechannel that, connect with yourself, allow yourself to feel, and allow yourself to tune in to you for you. But for somebody else, it could be the season of where they are in their career, and they could be feeling very stuck and at a crossroads and not knowing how to get out. They know that they're not happy but they don't know how to get out of there and what that next step would look like or even how they got stuck in the first place when they thought this was what they went to school for, this was their dream job, they've landed it, they've been here, but they're stuck. Why are they stuck and how do they get out? It could be around money. We could have these negative thoughts about money that oftentimes we do have a lot of limiting beliefs about finances and money that we are taught at a very young age. And again, of the beliefs around how society views money. And so a lot of times we can feel stuck in our finances and we just don't know how to get unstuck. Sometimes we have a breakthrough and then it goes right back to where it was before and it's just hard. And so it could be around money. It could be around the season of parenting that you're in where you're feeling stuck as a new mom and trying to overcome all of your beliefs around motherhood and how you were raised and how you don't want to raise your child a specific way or you don't want to put those limiting beliefs on your child or maybe you're just doubting yourself as a new mom. Maybe it's being stuck in a relationship or being stuck not in a relationship and you're just single and you don't know how to not be single because you want to find your soulmate, but you really don't know how to do that. And it could be what happened to you in the past. It could be your thoughts around relationships. Maybe you've had unhealthy experiences in the past with relationships that's hard to overcome to be committed to somebody or to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Maybe you're stuck in your current relationship and you don't know why. Um, You don't know how to get out. You don't know if you want to get out. You don't know all of the thoughts that other people might feel and think if you do get out. Life is complicated and it's easy to get stuck and we are all going to get stuck from time to time. And sometimes we're stuck in multiple areas of our life, but it's really important that if you can get to you, if you can get into you back to this deep place of who you were 
when you were a child, before all of these beliefs were put onto you and all of these thoughts crowded your mind, if we can get back to that clarity, it will open up so many opportunities. You will have so many aha moments. Your intuition will really drive you because you're listening to you. And that's so important because when you're able to listen to yourself, you're able to guide yourself, you're able to align with what it is that you want, and then that brings what it is that you need, all those answers that are inside of you but you haven't yet had the chance to find, then that guides you into the future that you want because it's all from you. It's your life. You've decided what you're going to do for yourself. And it helps you get unstuck. And it's pretty amazing when it happens. And it does take work. And this might sound a little crazy to some of you to try to wrap your head around that because it sounds so simple. And while there is work involved, it is a process that can be simple. And once you practice it, it can become pretty easy. Like I said, when life is going to throw you roadblocks, because it will, you will be able to navigate that a lot better. It'll be easier and you'll get through it a lot quicker than if you don't have those tools and you allow yourself to be in that negative mental space. So that's part of this whole podcast and my personal journey through this is knowing what it takes to get there and start living a life for you, designed by you, and allowing the world around you to become a part of that in the way that you want it to, not the other way around. The most beautiful thing, and I think it's one of the hardest things for us to really wrap our heads around, is that our mind is so powerful. It is such a powerful tool that when we put it to work the way that it can be at its fullest capacity is when we can see amazing transformations happen. But we get really used to just listening to the thoughts and beliefs around us And we never really stop to question them. We just get lost in the day-to-day. And then all of a sudden, we're like, what happened to me? Where am I? How did I even get here? What is it that I want? Who am I anymore? What am I living for? And we start to ask ourselves those questions, but we are just so lost and confused that we're overlooking what's already there, what we already have inside of us that is going to give us all the answers that we need when we have that panic moment of, oh my gosh, who am I? How did I get here? Where am I going? Right? And this podcast is all about me helping you through my own personal experiences, but this is also a come with me podcast, not a look at me podcast. I want to share my journey currently with you too. And knowing that just because I've done a lot of this work myself, and that I have overcome a lot of things doesn't mean that life doesn't continue for me. You know, I still have my own things that I'm working through. Like I said, my weight still haunts me. Those thoughts still haunt me. It's just how you learn to navigate it that really helps you pick yourself up because it's a process. It's not a quick fix. It is something that you have to continue to be aware of and take with you for the rest of your life. But once you do that initial work and what you really understand and get back to you, all that becomes a lot easier. It's like riding a bike. We're going to fall down. We have to believe in ourselves enough to know that we can do it. And we have to get back up and we have to continue to practice. And we can't worry about what other people are going to think when we fall. And when we do that, the easier it becomes. 
the more we do it, the easier it becomes. And eventually you can rip those training wheels off and pedal that damn bike as fast as you can. And again, you may fall just because you know how to ride that bike now and you can go super duper fast and you don't have training wheels anymore doesn't mean that the possibility of falling is no longer there. It just means that you know now how to pick yourself back up and you're not going to let that stop you from getting back on your bike and riding again, no matter how hard you hit and no matter how bad it hurts. So there's going to be days where I'm going to fall off my bike and it's going to hurt and I'm going to tell you about it. And there's going to be days where you're trying to overcome some things that hurt you too. And you're going to fall, but you're going to pick yourself back up and we're going to do it together. And I'm super pumped to have you here because I know that you're here because you're feeling stuck. And I'm not happy about that. But what I'm happy is that I know what that fire feels like to want to get unstuck so badly. I know that you're willing to do the work, but I also know how difficult it can be to get started. But that's why you're here. And that's why I'm here on this podcast because I've been there. And I am such a believer that when you do the internal work and really turn into yourself, For the answers, you will have that clarity and you will be able to overcome and get unstuck. And it's such an amazing journey. And I can't wait to hear all the transformations that happen through this podcast. You guys, it's going to be a movement. Women all over because of your transformation stories are going to want to know all your secrets and how you did it. Because I guarantee you every single one of us has been stuck and will be stuck again. But once we have the secrets, once we have those tools, it's game over. And that's a wrap. Boom. Mic drop. Episode one is finalized. I told you third time's the charm. It was going to work. Real quick before we head out, I just want to thank you again for being here. And if this podcast feels right for you, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It takes just a couple minutes and it'll really help this podcast get launched and out there for other women to hear and enjoy. Also, if you find somebody that you know that might benefit from this podcast, please share it with them and feel free to follow me on Instagram at she wakes up and tag me in your stories. I will make sure to share yours in return. And just a heads up that this podcast will have a new episode every single week. So I will catch you then. I've been